Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Miracle Sweaty Bug, New Powerpuff Girls, and Archer. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Justin Cummings. Hey, everybody. And Michelle Ander. Hello. Today, Justin, Michelle, and I will be taking your your voicemails, questions, and comments on the latest episode of Steven Universe, Same Old World. Uh, it's our feedback podcast for Same Old World. We're doing a uh, post-episode uh, recap discussion podcast and a feedback podcast every week here on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can check us out at OverlyAnimated.com or search for the Overly Animated Podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Um, you can... If, if you want to get feedback in for next week, uh, you have to do so after the episode before the feedback podcast. More details on that at overlyanimated.com slash feedback. Um, so let's get into things here. Uh, last previously on the Overly Animated podcast, same old world. Um, previously. Previously. Oh, part on, one. Yeah, in part one. I was very high on this episode. Uh, Sam and Delaney, slightly less so, but I think we, everyone was was liking it to a certain extent, right? So before we get into your guys' feedback, we haven't heard from you guys, Justin and Michelle, on this. Uh, let's start with you, Justin. What was your general reaction to the same old world? My general reaction can be summed up in two words, and those two words are Sabbath Lazarus. Was that actually your reaction to this? (laughs) Probably, actually. actually. (laughs) Okay, yes, it was. However, I thought it was a really, really good episode. I liked Mm -hmm. the pacing of it. At first, I was kind of eh about it, but as it went on, I really liked where it went. They stayed within what the established canon was, and I felt they built off Lapis's character very, very well. My one question is, where is Lion? That's your big question after They this never found Lion. Well, oh, I'm sure he's somewhere. He's somewhere. Also, good canon point. Steven has his hot dog duffel bag in this episode. Mm-hmm. He got that in his first ever unboxing video he made, which if you haven't seen that clip, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's like, oh, an, I forgot so, about it's the... like an online only clip, right? Beautiful yeah. uh-huh. little canon nod right there. Yeah. thought that was awesome. Cool. So high on the episode? Very, very high. Okay. Uh, Michelle, what about you? Uh, I agree with Justin. I really like this episode. It's probably my favorite of the three um, of season three so far. Um, it was really, it was really nice to see Lapis have like an actual personality. Um, you know, because like Stephen was saying, like we we only really see her like in very impending doom type situations. We haven't really see her like what she's like as herself when she's not like incredibly stressed out or scared. Um, and she's very likable, um, and she still knows how to like make a joke. Um, and it was it was a really it was a nice, quiet kind of like thoughtful episode. And I think those are always the ones that I tend to like the most, um, ones that are very like character heavy. Um, so I, I really I really liked it. I thought the pacing was pretty good. I agree. The beginning was kind of when, when like I I thought like maybe we weren't gonna see Lapis the rest of the episode. It's kind of like oh no, like what what are we gonna do? Um, the rest of this episode, but she came back. Um, and um, I thought the way they handled that made a lot of sense. Um, yeah, not really a lot of complaints with this one at all. I really liked it. Yeah, and then like I said on that previous. Uh, one of maybe one of my favorites of the series although it's that i'm not trying to say like one of the best you know but we've had some great episodes here i, I think it's interesting like cr- objective critically whether this is better than gem drill i think it's two very different types of episodes here mm-hmm. we'll we'll dig a little bit more into same old world here though um including i think some things that i'm that we missed on uh the recap i today i rewatched um 
ocean and uh whatever gem chris uh mirror gem and ocean gem because yeah. i feel like i yeah i felt like i was missing some of the context necessary to get delve deeper into this episode mm-hmm. so we'll talk about that and um we'll get deep we'll delve deeper into the uh geography of of uh it's the steven so universe world because we had um we referenced an ian jq tweet on the podcast while we were going we got more of them after it ended so we have more to talk yeah. about here yay <laughs> Um, cool. Geography. Um, yeah, geography. Geography so exciting. Uh, last thing to address before we get into the feedback is this weekend, it looks like, although <laughs> we don't really, who knows yeah. if it'll be stopped, it looks like Cartoon Network France will be airing the next three episodes yep. over the weekend. Um, Wait. They are, oh, yeah. <laughs> we do cover a French show here on OVA, so that would not be unprecedented, but, um, it's uh, unfortunate. I mean, this was like expected. We kind of knew Europe was going to air these episodes around May. And it's like, okay, wh- when are you going to air them? <laughs> U.S. Cartoon Network. Like they'd been saying that for a while. And it just, oh, I think this, this happened. Like they, they took too long. Um, so we're not, don't worry about spoilers here for this podcast. We're going to cover them in, a, in accordance with the U.S. releases. Um, it's, I, there's nothing else really to do. It just doesn't make sense to podcast on those three over the weekend so we'll do them when they air in the united states um and uh oh yeah i guess they those episodes will have the english audio available so I don't know. Oh, all right well there goes my willpower oh. to not look at yeah. them when they come I'm, I, the one I, thing I is like will they be hd right <laughs> that's the that's the question but uh i, I think i'm gonna encur- i don't know if i'll encourage co-hosts to not watch or not you know we'll see we'll see i'll think about it anyway. i tried so hard not to watch the spoilers then you made me <laughs> <laughs> well you know sometimes we want to discuss the spoilers most times we don't but yeah there will be spoiler free here so let's get into you guys's voicemails and questions um i'm going to start off today from a, with a voicemail from patron shana hey this is patron shana and i just wanted to say that Paradox this episode was absolutely precious. Seeing her uh, be more with it, be more part of the team and be one of the crystal gems in her own way just warms my soul. But anyway, overall, really fun episode. It's great to see Lapis. Thanks. So, the, okay. I mean, I don't know if we should start with Peridot, right, in the Lapis episode, but... Uh, we have once to. It, the episode does scene. start with Peridot, so I think that's fair. Once again, Peridot has some standout lines. I mean, I think that... My I pulled, feelings. I pulled some sound <laughs> quotes here. Let's listen to the best exchange from Peridot. And Steven was all, my feelings. Wait, let's, I'm trying to get it again. My feelings. There you go. I just have that. That's like, I mean... We t- we addressed this on the recap podcast. Uh, <laughs> once again, the show making fun of itself, and I think my feelings describe Stephen very well. And I'm I'm glad Peridot has the awareness now to <laughs> make fun of him in that way. Do th- do we think this is uh, accurate? Yeah. For Stephen, yes. For well, for, for Peridot, for Peridot, yeah. obviously for the show, <laughs> it's accurate. But would Peridot be capable of this? I think so. I guess. I at think this so. Point, right. She's hanging out with Amethyst, of course. I asked this last week: Is Peridot like too good of a character? I I honestly think she's coming close to just stealing the episodes too much and like dr- shifting the focus away from the non-Peridot points of the episode. Well, Is that possible? Too good of a character. It seems they're going to move her into the background once they solve whatever's going on here because well, yeah, not she's staying week. at the barn. Yeah, well, that's interesting, right? Like, how's that going to work in terms it, of Peridot being part of the group or not? It's it not seems clear. they're going to be, it seems at least her, when they solve this, who knows who will be there. It seems that the barn's going to be like the auxiliary gems 
So, like, whenever something big happens, they bring them in. But for daily episodes, not really. What do you think, uh, Michelle? Peridot, a daily character? Uh, well, I don't think she... I don't know. For me, like, I can, I can like, separate my enjoyment of Peridot and uh, my enjoyment of the rest of the gems. I never feel like she's, like, stealing um, the show. Except, like, when it feels very appropriate. Um, and I, I don't think she's gonna... She's, she's not gonna be, like the hyper-focus she was during her own arc, I think, um, in the episodes going on in the future. Because, like, now we have Lapis, and hopefully, potentially, later, we'll have Jasper, too. Um, and the dynamic's always changing, so I feel like how she acts in certain episodes and how much presence she has is going to change, too. Um, hopefully, in a very, like, organic way. But I'm not, I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's somewhat of a thing in that I think the writers need to be careful not to give her the best lines every time. <laughs> and it's very tempting because it's just natural for her. But um, I, yeah, I think you need to spread the love here. Let's go over Peridot's other great quotes from the episode. I, I have like 10 quotes pulled and like half of them are Peridot, despite the fact that she's on screen for a minute. Yeah. So, you know, let's go here. That's one of them. I really like that one, actually. Here's the sis- here's the, the sister one. Wapamo! Kapowie! <laughs> the, just Her big, face was like part priceless. one, part two. Part one, part gotcha. two. I think those were in reverse order, but uh, Peridot talking about uh, bathrooms. I have seen what goes on in there. Yeah. And um, wait, that might have been it. Uh, no, no, no. Here's the last one. Wait. Oh, no. Uh, here, here, everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I think that's a good general Shh. soundboard one. Can we use the I see what goes on in there to describe Cartoon Network's airing process? Yeah, well, we <laughs> kind of don't see what goes on in there because we never know what's going to happen. Yeah, there uh, might, might definitely be the problem. Okay, let's move away from Paradox. Well, let's take Ra- Rachel's voicemail. I don't remember what we're talking about with Rachel's voicemail. Um, and we'll see and we'll move from there. Hi, this is Rachel, aka Patron Rachel, um, Rachel Rose, and my thoughts on the same old world. Um, that it was a really good episode. Um, I thought it was interesting that um, Lapis's mirror eyes returned, and she specifically phrased it as what I did to Jasper in reference to the fusion. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you, Rachel, for the voicemail. Uh, our patrons are definitely on the game with these voicemails, but we have not gotten non-patron voicemails, so I think our, our non-patron listeners need to step up their games here. But yeah, so a lot of love for Same Old World. Um, two interesting points here, uh, somewhat specific. Uh, one is uh, the mirror eyes. And Can I talk about it? I, I have a whole segment about that, so we're going to table it <laughs> Well, for I'll a talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, well, I, I have a segment does not mean I'm going to, like, monologue for five minutes. It means I have an uh, outline for that part. So let's talk about the um, – so when when uh, Lapis is saying um, she can't go back to Homeworld, she says, like, um, I, there's no way I can go back to Homeworld after what I did to Jasper, which I think is pretty interesting phrasing, considering that um, it's always been kind of a question how much of Malachite was Lapis trapping Jasper, how much was of it was, like, a mutual destruction type thing. Mm-hmm. She's definitely phrasing it as an action that she took. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, do, what do you guys think? Reactions to that? I like the agency they're giving her because we've been playing her up as the victim so much, but here it kind of portrays her as this almost noble sacrifice as opposed to a victim. Yeah. I would agree with that. And I think, you know, I mean, from Lapis's perspective, like, 
she, what she did is going to seem pretty, you know, insubordinate and kind of unforgivable from a homeworld view. Um, but I don't think it detracts at all from the fact that, like, they were both kind of trying to control each other, you know. Um, so it wasn't like all Lapis and it wasn't all Jasper. It was kind of both of them. But I agree. It's nice to have Lapis kind of like taking the agency of that for herself and um, rather than just like having her be like a pure victim. Mm hmm. Uh, I think we're never really going to get a great conclusion to uh, uh, to the satisfaction that we'd want from who, how, to what extent was Malachite, uh, Lapis, or Jasper. Unless they uh, talk. Like, yeah, I can't Yeah, they might talk, yeah. That would be the only thing. But for now, we're definitely tabling it. At the very least, Lapis took the initial action. So, you know, mm -hmm. I think that's just a very practical perspective in, with regards to Homeworld. Um, definitely interesting, though. I think that, I think that we ha kind of have a bigger desire to address that entire dynamic more than the show does right now. So mm -hmm. I don't really, it's not super appealing to me to talk about it with so little information, but I would like the show to address it more at some point. Um, with regards to the uh, mirror eyes. So like I said, I went back and I rewatched uh, Lapis's first two episodes, but f so first thing, those are two very good episodes and I did not remember them yes. being like quite yes. that good, especially really the first good. one. The first one's really, really good. Um, those might be like top five in season one, both of them. Um, but he, so I have come up with, uh, so I saw these on Tumblr, um, some of these, which were like, uh, uh, purposeful, uh, callbacks to these first two episodes that were contained in these episodes. And I kind of missed these on our first podcast. So I apologize, but here so are the, uh, here are the four that I found today. Uh, the first one is the, um, over the over New Jersey Lapis and Steven blowing the raspberry into their hands. Yeah. Yeah. Something clearly from the first part of the uh, mirror gem two episodes uh, that Steven does into the mirror. And that's kind of the first thing that Lapis does back from the mirror. And she like plays the sound back over and over. <laughs> so like a meaningful gesture from the two of them. I don't know if it'd been referenced before that. Uh, it had, I don't think before. Um, well, I don't think, well, in general, I don't think it'd been so clear that Lapis inside the mirror, like just is had such a clear memory of that. Like, I think in the two parts, they kind of address that Lapis, like, recognizes Steven from that part. But, like, it just seems like it's their inside joke now. <laughs> like, it's to a, to, a, to a certain extent that um, that I wasn't aware that she was, like, completely sentient. I mean, that's the tragic part, of course. But it's interesting to address them in that way. Um, the second one was we had uh, this exchange with, uh, let me get to it, with Lapis and Steven this episode. Ready, Freddy? My name's Lapis. And then in the original ones, yeah. we had uh, Stephen saying, uh, no problem, no Bob. It's, it's, it's Lapis. Like, it's Lapis. Like, yeah. so deadpan. Sure, it was so funny. I'm pretty sure this was her being, like, cutesy. Like, she gets the joke as opposed yeah, she, to... Yeah, she seemed more teasy this time. She's like, it's Lapis. Let's read... Let, well, okay, okay. I have the sound quote, so let's let's play it again. We'll see. Ready, Freddy? My name's Lapis. Yeah, it did yeah, seem a little bit. Done. Yeah, it just being cute, it's adorable. I don't, adorable. I don't think Lapis. I don't think Lapis really knows jokes, other than that <laughs> the blowing the raspberry is funny. She knows. But... He knows her name is Lapis. <laughs> well, she's still, it's not like she's still. Uh, it's not like she suddenly understands in idioms. Like, let me have this one moment. <laughs> no, I agree. It was great. Look, look, come on. I, I'm I'm with you on this. Obviously, Thank Lapis. You. In terms of like giving Lapis credit and stuff, if it was referenced in the part one podcast, but I am Lapis, probably my favorite side character character. Like this was a lot of great stuff here, um, in terms of that. Um, the third similarity I found this was a stretch, and the fourth one's the mirror eyes was um, uh, in the second part of those two parts, like the 
one of the water people like crashes Greg's van and he's like, and that's why we wear seatbelts. And then Garnet in this episode uh, says all seatbelts are fastened before they leave. So I don't know I if that was a callback to that. that I don't know if that was a callback nice, to that. But it or is kind of cool that those both happened. Yeah. I, feel I mean, like Greg cracked down on seatbelts yeah. after that. So it's right. Like so I think, yeah, effect. I think that that's the conclusion. That's the thing. Yeah. So, um, do I want to play the quotes I put? I don't know if I can find them. Uh, we had this quote from Steven from those original two. Episodes. Nope. Nope. Um, and which is a good soundboard one. I've uh, we... never been to this, how do you say, school? I forgot that, like, I this episode. I love that whole scene. <laughs> I forgot that this episode references Steven just not, <laughs> like, going to school. I can't but... go to school. How will I learn now? Why do I never ask follow-up questions? That's a, I think that's a good podcast soundboard one, too. So, yeah, I was pulling some, some ones from that episode as we were going. Uh, and the last one is these mirror eyes. So, uh, Lapis, in the original two episodes, when her gem is broken, she kind of has these cloudy eyes. And then uh, only when Steven fixes her gem, she gets her eyes back. And in yeah. in these episodes... Um, when she, I think it's when she's recounting her mm-hmm. her origin like story. When she creates a mirror because she yeah, turned a galaxy water. warp surface into a mirror. Into a mirror, yeah, to display what's happening, right? So then her eyes go back to that way. So definitely like a big symbolic moment in that regard. But now there's a question because clearly yeah. she has the power to create a mirror. There's two options. All lapis lazulis are able to project a mirror and that's why they put her into one. Or being in the mirror gave her this ability after she was removed. I didn't get the impression yeah. that I was watching that that ability was super special, but I guess I guess so. But it's still a thing that none of the other gems we've seen do. It is kind of so. weird that they put her in a mirror. I mean, it's, they must have known she had a special ability because it's not like a normal thing you do with a, with like um, an enemy gem, right? Maybe, yeah. It was a very special form of interrogation. I'm curious. The, the way she's dressed, the whole mirror, almost foresight kind of thing, is it possible, like, her species' role is almost like a prophet? This is very much stretching, but it's an interesting idea. Uh, well, there's been there's been speculation um, about why yeah. she was, like, you know, sent to the battlefield. Because she's clearly not, like, super equipped to handle, like, an all-out war going on. And she gets, like, poof, like, within seconds of landing. Um, and one of the things people were thinking was, like, maybe she's, like, a reporter, kind of. And, like, they knew she had this ability to recount like history um, through mirror projections. So they're like, okay, we're going to send you there so that you can record it for us to like save and like archive for later. Um, and then it just like all went completely wrong. But uh, yeah, there's like so much to this. Like we really didn't like, we, we got like more info about her than we ever have at the same time. Like it's one of those things Steven Universe always does where it just leaves us with so many more questions. So it's clearly that's such a small bit of like probably the whole picture of what was going on there with her. Um, and like who found her gem? Like, um, cause, the, oh, wait, well, I mean, world. um, when they, when they like picked her up and the person who like put her in the mirror, like, I feel like that could be really important, but like, there's absolutely no clues, um, who that could have been. So like so many questions, I don't know, but I think maybe she was a reporter. Other than that, I, I, I have no idea why they'd send someone like Lapis cause she's not like a Jasper, you know, she's all not the, someone you'd send to battle. <laughs> all the gems we've seen so far that at least appear to be under blue diamond because I'm basing this purely off how Sapphire looks and how Lapis looks. They mm-hmm. all seem more scouty, reportery, as opposed to soldier. That seems to be a common theme, so that does make a lot of sense. So on on um, 
the, the prop part one of the podcast i i was bringing up the my impression that uh we get we get a different sense of the gems coming to earth in this episode from lapis's story and mm-hmm. that it almost seems like they um were forced out rather than they lost uh, interest or something but then like they just left right and it almost seems to me that uh the biggest the biggest possibility that stands out in my mind is that they were basically just sending a colony to earth and lapis was just one of the original colony members of people mm-hmm. sent to earth it makes it seem like she was just on vacation like she was <laughs> she said i was the only they're supposed to be there for a short time like she was just vacationing on earth and then uh visiting that new colony and then uh they got forced out by the rebellion that'd be my number one theory i would say although it's definitely not clear from this is definitely a broad recounting by lapis um yeah i think that was interesting something people noted from this uh whole flashback sequence was that on the battlefield were like 10 jaspers yeah uh, Yeah. when slash jaspers i saw a purple arm was that an amethyst that was the purple arm was the one that picked up her gem um yeah i don't know if that means yes that's the thing and perhaps most interestingly to most of the fandom was the the gem who cracked uh lapis's gem originally this crazy rainbow-haired uh gem who most people are calling bismuth um Mm -hmm. no there's a lot of i think there's there's enough weight for that than anything else okay so (laughs) in this in the steven universe uh fandom bismuth is like the thing that it's like the thing people keep calling everything like yeah uh, okay the lion theory that's a legitimate piece of bismuth like you can look at that that is what bismuth looks like Mm mm-hmm People, yeah, people think it's bismuth regards to lion. People think lion is bismuth. People think lion can't bismuth. be bismuth if the bismuth is inside lion, though. It doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, and people think the gem that's inside lion. None of these are. All of these are unsubstantiated. Okay, that is literally what the element looks like. Yeah, it is kind of rainbowy colored and swirly. Um, that's why I think it has a lot more weight than. Yeah, but I, I don't. I we'll we'll come back to this gem. I think that this was notable and should be discussed. I think that that gem was like distinct enough in appearance, the one that cracked Lapis's gem. That that seems like there's something that seems like that's something they're doing. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, like let's not per, let's this this fandom sometimes is a propensity to call things definitive when they're not, and no one business has not been said on the show. Like let's not pretend that this is a thing. It is a um, thing. It's it's not a like let's not there's a thing in lion's gem. Well, the thing in lion's gem like, definitely is bismuth. That's pretty undeniable. It's a very particular shape, unlike it looks pretty much any like other a pyramid. Yeah, it's, it's like well, swirly until, and rainbow. Until it comes back, where it's not like a thing yet. We'll see. We'll see what happens with it. Um. So yeah, I think that whole sequence really good. Um. Uh. Let's. Where do we want to go to now? Um. I think it let's let me play the other quotes I have from from the episode that I pulled to transition into some discussion on um, the other parts, which are which are pretty great. Um, let's do this one. I feel like I only get to see you when something horrible's going on. That's just how it is with me. <laughs> That's just how it is with me. Oh, That's really sad. Yeah. It's like a Taylor um, Swift song. Is it? Th- okay. Is it? I don't, yeah, I don't know. know. <laughs> you know, it's like, darling, I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream, something like that. Yeah, that's a great. Co- you should okay. That's an article you can write. Is uh, oh god, Taylor yes. Swift. Taylor Swift, uh, Steven Universe quote art. Yeah, comparison. That'll get us all the hits on the the blog. Okay, here's another that's one. That's why they say what happens in Empire City never sleeps. 
yeah, it just this whole sequence with um them going over the city and is it's just so incredible. That is everything just... about that. Mm-hmm. And Why the is the Eiffel Tower in New York? We'll talk about that. Um, in our in our last segment, <laughs> we could put about the there geography. There's no Statue of Liberty. What if France gave us that instead? No, we have what? a. There is a better. There is no, no there's, France. Just there is a better. The answer is that it's Las Vegas. I think so. Let's continue. Whoops! I dropped it and it fell out of existence. Stephen talking about his fake uh, steak for lion. I saw so yeah. I saw so many memes about that line in relation to Jasper, just like unceremoniously like leaving the episode as soon as she was poofed. I'm still not over that. It was so sad. Is lion is lion rescuing Jasper? Is that's what that what's happening? Is Uh, lion gonna fuse with Jasper and (laughs) Bismuth? I don't think that would happen. Stop! Stop! (laughs) (laughs) You'd like it in Jersey. The people here seem to hate the earth too. Yeah, that was of, uh, quite the burn. A lot of pushback on Twitter <laughs> from people from New Jersey. Okay, J- New Jersey people can be quiet. Russian people don't have a country. Yeah, that's true. But there's no Russia in Steven Universe. Again, we'll discuss this. Uh, Matt Burnett said he wrote the joke he's from New Jersey, and that was his, his own self-inflicted joke. Um, and here's the last well, one. Well, let's see. If you lived here, you could get a cool apartment and be a single gem taking on the big city. You'd have a fun job at a local coffee shop and come home to a wacky roommate. I have no idea what you're talking about. Aw. Two broke Steven gems all. this fall on CBS. I love two I broke know, gems, right? yeah. I love Steven's aw at the end of that. And just that whole that whole, that whole segment. It felt like, like me. Like, that's something I would say. Aw, yeah. You are kind of Steven because you're both uh, very young and naive. I am that's, 18. That's how <laughs> <laughs> oh, Justin. You're proving my point here. Um, I am up. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good let that this whole set this whole minute like in over empire city was so good i love i love steven's fanfic about Laz, lapis lazuli like i really want to read this now well lapis is um, gonna be getting that had, wacky roommate since her and paris yes, but... fan fiction <laughs> in cartoons on cartoon network before maybe steven will write us some lapis fan fiction <laughs> yeah that's true adventure time we've had fanfic writing on can adventure we time, get a so... gender bent steven universe fanfic from steven um uh, that reminded me we are getting i think we are getting a new powerpuff girls teen titans go crossover that's happening i'm not i don't know how i feel about that nobody knows how to feel about new fiona and cake on thursday yeah oh really oh i didn't know that's exciting yeah um yeah so i don't i hope we avoid get throwing steven universe into that type of stuff but uh yeah this this that that lapis could die yeah so i don't know just in general the tone i feel like the tone of this episode that they struck with um lapis is is really great and everything surrounding um like her feelings with regards to the earth and the crystal gems and uh especially steven and their interactions just was really uh kind of um great uh, well done and um elegantly done and um just one of the standout things to me over the last few episodes um let's take a question from toon gal i'm gonna friend of the podcast toon gal i'm going to kind of uh cut it off uh at an awkward point but Hi. um was tra- <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, That's toon gal 
<laughs> I, I I shorten these a lot, and uh, I'm trying to get the heart of it. So I was trying to say I was trying to say that Lapis seemed to be more neutral than Peridot, and that she didn't seem to be as invested in conflict. To me, it seemed like she just wanted to stay out of everything and live her own life. Peridot, in contrast, was actively working for Yellow Diamond and a lot more visibly indoctrinated. Little is known about Lapis's standpoint other than that she hated the Crystal Gems. Is it possible that we'll see more of her views in the next episode in her confrontation with Peridot? I had assumed that she just obe- she just obeyed to avoid punishment but could this be inaccurate so um i think that there's a lot of interesting stuff here about um what lapis's perspective was and i think i gained a lot of knowledge by just going back and watching those first two episodes that she was in um because i'd really just forgotten all of that and she does have a lot of antagonism towards the crystal gems and i think that you could the biggest criticism of this episode could be that uh we ended with at a point that lapis is okay with staying with steven and the crystal gems despite the fact that uh we i i'm not convinced that she would have gotten over this in, in initial deep-seated hatred of the gems like i i definitely think that this episode did a great job continuing to play out the lapis and steven dynamic and that's the most important thing but if you go back and rewatch the first episode she like is really doesn't like the crystal gems and i don't see any reason that she would have changed that view here well here's the thing if you could say basically she was saved by the gems the thing is she was mad at the gems because they left her in the mirror they didn't try to save her that was her biggest plight here in the last episode we saw the gems actively saved her from jasper and so I think her issue with them is now resolved because they have saved her. They now do care. They actively rescued her. So I think that's that's mm-hmm. kind of a uh, in, that's an interesting point and in how like um, this is a nice uh, turnaround from the reason she was mad at them at the first place. I definitely don't think that's like how life works in that um, she's mad at them for initially not. Uh, like saving her and then they did save her in a separate occasion so all is forgiven i I think that her emotions would not instantly go away from that act yeah i I think i think that's an interesting read though in terms of that might be significant on her on her mind because of that but an episode also doesn't really get into that that's the thing it's all super super in the background of like us trying to figure out why she might be somewhat over over them and of course logically like we know that they probably didn't really do anything wrong like they didn't know that she was sentient um in season one and they didn't they fought back because she was doing they like assumed she was a she's the attacking when they assumed she was, i do think their behavior in uh in in mirror gem and whatever are uh and notion gem are is it's not like completely um without blame like they assume that she's kind of this home world mal- malintended gem uh without much reason mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. I agree. uh so I, I like i think her being mad at them very understandable <laughs> um but uh i like i understand why lapis would want to stay with steven like that makes all the sense in the world after everything they're they've been through with and it's only been like three episodes that we've seen of their dynamic and it's already like one of the best dynamics on the show i think um but uh i just think the willingness to stay with the other three crystal gems super super sketch well i think uh, when she agreed to stay she thought the barn was completely empty right yeah, everyone else she had already left her she space. wanted to stay in the empty barn Right. She's yeah. gonna like I think stay at the temple with the actual crystal gems. Yeah. I, I think that's a more reasonable interpretation. She can tolerate them, but she just wants to stay um separate, right? Uh some somewhere close to Steven, but not with the crystal gems. Yeah. I think that's probably the way to look at it. 
And I think her reaction to Peridot is interesting. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, like, because like her her hitting the crystal gems makes sense given like like she, I mean, I guess it depends on how how she got in a position to be brought back as a kind of um, informant on the mm-hmm. crystal gems, or at least on Steven. Like if if Peridot like captured her and like that's the reason she came back, I can see her being so upset about Peridot. But they hadn't really spent a lot of time together, so. That was, think, like, really interesting that she reacted so strongly. I don't think Peridot captured her as much as Lapis was assigned to Peridot. Yeah, but, like, Peridot's one of the two keeping her, like, uh, bringing her back to Earth in jail. It's not not. Yeah, good. but I think yeah. it was more Jasper doing the heavy lifting in that. Because Jasper's role assume, was the bodyguard. Yeah. And per- and uh, Peridot seems to have no. Ill yeah, she's like no. Papa, she's so. completely. Well, she's like, oh, you're doing well. And she's like, what? What the snake snacks going on? Uh, Snicks. Yeah. Okay, who's gonna, who's going to represent the Lapidot perspective from this scene? Uh, I'm certainly not. Going I can to. do it. I'll ship anything. <laughs> yeah, do you, it, Justin. We we've seen evidence of that. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay, considering I ship the Larpus, I can handle this. All right, it's it's definitely. I've never really liked the idea of Lapidot, but this scene could kind of start to sell me because we had this initial angst. They're probably going to get over in the next episode. Initial angst. They're going to start probably... We can assume that when they resolve everything, they're going to both stay in the barn. They'll have all this time to get to know each other, wear pants, do all this fun stuff Peridot likes doing, watch Camp Pining Hearts. I, I could see them... I could see if they ever want to show a current relationship. We don't see the barn for like five or six episodes. Stephen comes back and voila, they're dating. What? Yep, that's how it's gonna happen. I guarantee it. That's a that's a uh, rock. Fact. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, you can uh, you can uh, choose to believe that or not, but yeah, sure. Uh, Gems dating is kind of actually an interesting. Yeah, I don't. That's concept. a big question. That's not like something that exists, that. right? <laughs> that's we don't know if that's a thing that that happens. Uh, we've never heard okay, even we'll uh, Garnet refer. Right, yeah, that's. I mean, people are people would freak out over that. How so cool would yeah, that, that be? That would be that. Would that would be the equivalent. He like walks into the barn and he hears noises and he's like looking around trying to figure out where they are and then he walks in and sees the fusion. What? I will say, anytime refusing Peridot uh, is going to be time spent away from Peridot, so I think that's not a good idea. I like, like. <laughs> Peridot fusing. Well, I think it's. I mean, I no, I very much want Peridot to fuse with Garnet, but at the same time. Um, uh, like Peridot's so valuable towards the cast as herself right now. Well, she don't so, yeah, stay we'll see. for like two minutes, and we'll yeah, probably well, get that's a great fine. singer as her as the fusion voice actress. Yeah, we get we can get uh, T- Taylor Swift to voice the <laughs> the, fu- the Lapidot fusion. Yeah, when I think of Peridot and Lapis' voice fuse, Taylor Swift is the first one who comes to mind. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm glad that we're on the same page on that one. <laughs> Uh, I'd expect this art, this uh, Taylor Swift comparison article to be written. That. Ooh, that's, that's a good idea. Uh, okay, I'm glad you cast the season, Justin. There You're welcome. It's, you should you should uh, write them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll see more of this next week with uh, barnmates. So you know, a lot to talk about then. Um, 
Let's go to Steve's question. He says, uh, what do you think of the reforms homeworld gem characters like Lapis and Peridot taking part in Beach City Slice of Life episodes? You mentioned in the Onion Friend uh, podcast how in season one, uh, the episodes in Beach City were about Steven's interactions with them. But in season two, the Crystal Gems were more involved in these episodes. Do you think season three, it is the homeworld gems turn? So what do we think of Lapis and Peridot interacting with like... (laughs) Like uh, Onion and all of our other Beach City uh, people. What would Mayor Dewey think of Peridot? <laughs> he'd call like her he'd a child confused. so many times. Yeah, he probably. He'd get mad and he'd be like, where are your parents, little child? And she'd be like, I'm not a child. <laughs> yeah, probably. What do we think of this concept of uh, Peridot and Lapis and maybe Jasper accompanying uh, Steven on these Slice of Life episodes? Lapis would join the angsty teens. <laughs> That's true. I think Lapis would maybe fit in with, with the teens, yeah. Let him be that a seems DJ. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think Lapis. I don't know. Like, I, I wonder on Homeworld, does Lapis have like friends? Is this a thing that do like friends exist on Homeworld? I don't think we so. would get so. Larpus. Mm, yeah, Lapis interacting with Lars. That'd be, yeah, we could see it. Anyway, uh, last question before we get to our last topic. Tungal says, uh, second question for Tungal. A rip to all my Lapis theories. You're not the deserter gem who refused to fight for either side. That I want you to do to the same face. <laughs> I think I do think this episode killed a lot of yeah, a lot of lapis sure. so uh, you're just gonna have to deal with this very straightforward uh, lapis pre- presentation. Tourist lapis instead of deserter lapis. That's that's what we get, kind of. Okay, here's our final topic. This is very important. Um, we need to go over the geography of the Steven Universe world. So I'm going to read a series of tweets by Ian JQ, who I'm saying like that so I don't mispronounce his last name. So. Um, <laughs> First, we have uh, it's not New Jersey, it's Jersey, a made up version that exists only in the SU world. SU world does not equal our world. So, I like we like uh, we said, alternate Earth confirmed, which has been confirmed for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, other examples, Stephen lives in Delmarva, which is combined Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia Peninsula. Okay, so this is let's talk about that one. Okay, let's pause and talk about this one. So, um, okay, so the background, inf- I mean, this is. Potentially very boring for some people. We started so to get into this on the other podcast. Yeah, me and, Ju- this is, me and Justin are going to... Me and Justin are going to understand the geography here more than Michelle, but... Virginia. Um, yeah, uh, Maryland, Virginia. So, Beach City itself is based off of Rehoboth and Dewey Beach, Delaware. Um, and uh, Rebecca Sugar and her brother are from uh, Maryland, the city I live in and I'm from, actually. And uh, they, like, vacationed in... Uh, Rehoboth and Dewey Beach also like me so I'm literally Rebecca Sugar but um, yeah so that's it's like based off of these areas um, I've never heard of it I've never heard of Delmarva presented as Delaware Maryland and Virginia Peninsula I think that's interesting I don't know why Virginia is necessarily thrown in yeah, here, but that's... Oh, because of the whole like uh, Chincoteague era uh, that little slice I mean, that hangs off down below yeah it could just be could just be that part right um, I think that might be what he's getting at um, I've, I don't, from the initial map, I always thought of it was somewhat further south, but I mean, it, if, if the, if the map's different, then all, everything's yeah. thrown out the window. Um, he says Keystone, another non-existent place is near Delmarva, though its shape looks somewhat familiar and it's a picture of Pennsylvania basically. So, um, separating Pennsylvania out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, 
yeah, but there's another another part of this to get into. But yeah, that's that's new information. Combining it, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. I didn't know the states were like not just. <laughs> we I don't know if we'd ever knew that the states were just not there. I mean, we knew Keystone was like um, a place. A place. I don't know. Sorry, know if it was. A yeah, state. they called it. Yeah, because Pearl said, "You mean the Keystone State?" And he said, "Yeah, the state Keystone." Yeah. yeah, I guess I guess that's uh, this is a clear interpretation now. So we're getting we're getting a better picture of the SEU United States, which is, um, yeah. I mean, this is. So can we assume that the state Empire City is in is called Empire? So let's okay. So he he tweeted, "Empire City is a fusion of <laughs> New York, Paris, and Las Vegas." Oh, what? The SU, okay. The SU World's the SU World's Hollywood is Kansas City. All right. So I don't really? know why he needed to say yeah. that. <gasps> yeah. That's what I thought. That's why Jamie went to Kansas to be an actor. Oh yeah. Okay. That's yeah. just a throwaway gag. I thought wow. that was just a throwaway no, I, gag. No, it sounded like a real place. Here's the. I think Empire. So I think New York and Las Vegas make sense from the saying that Stephen says. There's an Eiffel Tower there, which I guess is why I said Paris, but there's also a mini Eiffel Tower in Las Vegas. So I think you could explain it from that. Also, there's Paris a, is the city of lights. On, mm-hmm. Well, there's a, <laughs> there's a Japanese word on the thing, so I thought it was also Tokyo. Like I think that you could, but then then again, that could just be a thing. Like that's in wow. one of these cities. So this is just like their. This is I think Empire City is just supposed to be their big. City. I love like, this. That's what it's. That's what it's supposed to be presented as. Um, I I mean I don't know. It's supposed to like it. It's called Empire City, and it has Jersey next to it. Like it's it's, it's mostly New York. New York. Yeah. But but I but I guess they're just combining all their their their. Ba- I mean I've always got the impression that the SU world has the lower population, so having like less huge cities, um, kind of makes sense to me. Ooh. Although there are a lot of cars on the road in their their Jersey uh painting, right? True. Like that that seemed more populated than I outside of Kansas. So, yeah, do maybe. they have anything further west of Kansas? Right, we I don't know if we, we have don't know. Friends, we maybe don't know yet. Stopped going. <laughs> the Earth Las Vegas yeah, and they, in Nevada. <laughs> no, in their world, the uh, yeah, the original uh, whatever the explorers never went past. Yeah, <laughs> they it just looks good enough. Down. This is so yeah. cool. Uh, and his last tweet was, that's not even getting into the continents, many of which are different than ours in the picture that we've referenced of uh, Russia not there oh, and yeah. everything like that, right? Interesting. So, Definitely a big clarification on this world, SU world geography, which is a big. I just, I love this episode for expanding our view of their world, even if it wasn't giving definitive. It's, it's uh, literal. Yeah, it was like a sneak portraits. peek, which was yeah. nice. So, uh, when's our first episode in Empire City going to take place? <gasps> Last Never. one out of Beach City. Yeah, they yeah where are they going to go? <laughs> so, so if uh, Last One Out of Beach City is a is actually the title of the last episode. It was like a provisional title. Uh, where are they going to go to one of the other four beach city names? Uh, like the, I forgot what the Bayberg. Yeah. Stuff like that. Well, they're not going to um, the ocean town. We know what happened to that. Yeah. No one seems to think well of ocean town. <laughs> Lots nudge, of nudge. So yeah. So I think that's, that's interesting. Where are they going to go if they go out of there? Probably to one of those towns, but you know, no, go to um, Empire city and start using the Seinfeld theme music. Oh God. No. <laughs> I do. I really want the Lapis sitcom. Like, come on, that needs to happen. She'd be so deadpan. It'd be so great. It would be really good, and she just wouldn't understand why things are jokes. But you know. Uh, okay. What, what? Any other? Any other thoughts on the SU world from the from this that have been uh, brought up? Any other d- dire questions? If if this place exists. Steven Universe Atlas, make it happen, Rebecca Sugar, make it happen. Well, I got Monopoly. Yeah. Might be only. They have a Monopoly. Time. Yeah, it's coming out sometime. 
And a Yahtzee, maybe, I think? The one with the Garnet Gauntlet and Ooh. their, like, dices? I don't know what that game is, but it looks cool. That's we need uh we need an avatar style Steven Universe world map. I think Ooh, that's what yeah. we need. Topographical. Yeah. That would force them to commit to like a legit yeah, map I, and they keep saying things are yeah. a little different every time. Yeah, I don't I don't think that'd be a good idea. I think they should just keep broad like pre keep it broad like this. It's fine. Um so there you go. Uh uh what what else can you guys think of from this episode in general? I think that's that's all I have uh, to say. I just, it was really it was it was just really nice. I mean I think once um you know, they they start flying. Um, it just like it was just so nice, you know. That whole sequence when they're flying is yeah. incredible. Yeah. You got so much about Lapis, just like how she was reacting to everything, and like when she was being really playful with Steven, and just like I guess I yeah, I guess. Like, oh, like and I, it. I didn't even just, I didn't even like, say this in the first podcast. The yeah, uh, like this is this episode we got happy. Lapis. Yes. Like one one episode after we get her back. Like what kind of world do we live in where this type of thing can happen? <laughs> like, <laughs> we got happy Lapis one episode after she comes back. This is like not re- the real. I world. feel like that. Is... I'm happy they went that way, honestly, because if it became like this whole episode about like we have to like relive all the horrible things that happened to her in the fusion and just like I just I, I'm so glad they went like with the more positive note for her because I think that's. They needed just something lighthearted. More, it does yeah. a better service to her as a character than just like perpetuating how everyone already feels about her being super victimized and how sad that is, you know? Because she's obviously so much more than that, and I'm glad that they showed it um, with yeah. this best episode. Yeah, I think it was great. I mean, between between this week's last week's Game of Thrones and this week's Steven Universe, life is like way more optimistic than I could ever <laughs> thought possible. Like, <laughs> we got Happy Lapis in a week where we got a uh, super optimistic Game of Thrones episode that never happened. So, I don't know what this new world is, but um, I'm sure someone will die off suit, be killed off in this show now to compensate. Like, which never happens. <laughs> like, are we gonna lose a? <laughs> are we gonna lose a gem or something? I think uh, something dark's on our on our border. Something now. terrible already happened to me in TV this week, but you liked it, so I don't want to hear it. I don't. Oh, uh, yes. You mean uh, my fave winning on? I don't want to talk about that terrible vote. <laughs> uh, let's not get okay. into that. But uh, the person who won is an Avatar fan, so I think that we are all happy here. Um, <laughs> what, what are? Oh, so uh, some some people have interpreted um, this quote. Let, let me get it back here. Is um, do, 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 uh, this I feel one. like I only get to see you when something horrible's going on. That's just how it is with me. I heard on, I saw the AV Club review, uh, Eric Thurm was saying that is foreshadowing something horrible is to come. Is mm-hmm. Lapis genuinely like a, like a bad luck charm? Like, yeah, I, well, I do you think that was foreshadowing? I, I think it was more of a I don't joke. know. I think is she the Absol of Steven Universe? At the same time, um, we're probably going to see we're due for some sort of home world, uh, something, you know, interactions. Right. So I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be horrible though. Like, I don't think yellow diamonds coming down next episode. So we'll see. Uh, it's going to be interesting. And, uh, many people will be seeing the result of the next three episodes this weekend. Again, we will not be addressing it on the podcast. So you're safe from spoilers here. Um, thank you guys for your feedback again next week. If you want to give us feedback and go to, uh, overlyanimated.com slash feedback and send in your voicemail. It's very easy. You just call a phone number. And, <laughs> Please uh, send us us. voicemails. <laughs> we only had two this week. We're, we're going to need some more here. Um, I'm sure we're going to have all the Lapidot uh, feedback next week. Yeah, yeah going to be exciting. So I'm Dylan Eisen, Justin Cummings, Michelle Ander, OverlyAnimated.com, everything, our social media accounts, bios, everything on there. Um, look for... 
coming up is uh, me and Delaney's weekly uh, Miraculous Ladybug podcast, followed by more Steven Universe coverage next week and new Powerpuff Girls coverage next week. Um, you, this ad-free podcast is brought to you by our patrons, many of whom are sending in voicemails, and they're awesome. Thank you very much to, oh yeah, overlyanimated.com or slash Patreon. I don't know if that works. Patreon.com slash overlyanimated works. I know that one. Um, it's. <laughs> I don't know if I set up that redirection link yet. Thank you very much to, I'm trying to stall until I can find the list, as usual. Uh, Shana, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy. Uh, Jamie, Rachel, John Ryan, and Catherine, aka Hana, Fever Match, Fiona, C.B. Nineteenth and Fillion, Buzz, like your mailman, Rich Rose, Diner Bauer, Brian, and Good Cat. Last thoughts, Michelle and Justin. Oh no, I just thought about something. Um, what? <laughs> oh no. Okay. Well, maybe I'll just save it. The yeah, whole new world. Oh my God! Yeah, no, of, I yeah. A lot of people at the Tumblr's an interesting place. Is what you should take out of that. <laughs> Yeah, let us, let us know what you thought of anything we said here. Um, show us your uh, Steven Universe uh, fan-made map. Uh, we'll be very interested to <laughs> see any. I don't know if any of those exist, but... Hit that hashtag, I would have to see that. Nope. Nope. Counter um, hashtag, happy lappy. Happy lappy, yeah. I don't think that's something we said this episode, but that's fine. <laughs> I like it much better. And, Why uh, do you hate see... my ship? <laughs> not it's your ship. Not, just... not that. <laughs> I do... I am the captain of the ship now. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.